Okay, team, we are back. E is pouring the <laughs> she, wine. She caught me mid-pour. <laughs> it's a rosé kind of day. Yep. Um, e, an article has come to my attention. Yes. An article written by Clementine Ford. Yes. Do you want to <laughs> give a summary of who Clementine Ford is and I will... Okay, so... You. As far as I am aware, and I, you know, she's in my, she's in my realm, Clementine is a controversial feminist from mm-hmm. Australia. Um, she is often accused of, like, being a man-hater and, um, yeah, and I see, like, men say horrible things about her on the internet all the time. But that, I, I've never quite warmed to Clementine, but I support, I support her saying what she's got to say, and I think, like... She's doing a lot of good work in the feminism area, but yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think she identifies as a writer. Um, Her two books that people most speak about are Fight Like a Girl and Boys Will Be Boys, um, both of which sort of talk about toxic masculinity and how to raise girls to be strong um, women in a society that is inherently masculine. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like how to make sure that you're raising she wrote boys will be boys because she is a mother of a boy and Mm, she's got a a young son yeah and she was sort of writing about like how she wants to raise him to be a good man and not you know everything that she writes against she's not anti-men she's anti-toxic masculinity she's very much accused of being anti-men though oh also she's the vast the vast majority of things that i know about her is yeah people's thinking she hates men she thinks that men should die like, I'm sure it's not quite that way. She she did in 2018, and I don't know the context of this, post a tweet that said, all men must die. <laughs> but where's the lie, S? Where's the fucking lie? <laughs> but also, like, I just sometimes think maybe she's just, like, saying this shit. Like, mm. Mm. I mean, I listened to her get interviewed, I think it was on Willosophy, and I think she has some interesting points, but I also sometimes, like, I don't have the energy to be on all the time like she does she's never she it doesn't appear that she's ever off and yeah I sometimes it's exhausting fighting the fight but and I get it because I identify as a feminist and I try really hard to be a good feminist and it's hard it's really hard because there are some days where you're like I just I can't be outraged because I'm so tired. Yeah, I don't have I don't have energy to be outraged and today. We've got to thank the people like Clementine Ford who are willing to be outraged on her behalf. Is she always yeah. right? Fuck no. But what human is? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Find me one. And at least human. she's trying to push forward. Yeah. You know, at least there's some momentum, even if she is very controversial. Well, she's having a light moment at the moment. She's currently writing yeah. for Ten Daily. Um, Ten Daily. So. Yeah, Ted mm. Daily is a bit She's of a, getting that check, huh? It's like a weird website connected to a TV station here. And, like, I read this article and, like, Clementine Ford was, like, I, I like to think she was having a glass of rosé and she had a deadline and she just needed to write a set number of words and get her paycheck. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so, I do follow Clementine on Instagram. It's the only social media platform that I have let her in on but I do and I know that she's been 
trying to get back on Tinder because so many of her supporters saw her on Tinder and reported it as a fake account. And she's like, no, guys, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to get laid. Like, let me be. And she, so, she's straight. She, uh, well, uh, I don't know if she is identifies as straight. She definitely sleeps with men. Yeah. She, she may also sleep with women. That's up to her. Dunno. But she has written this article, The Seven Types of Men You'll Meet Dating Online. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's not as highbrow as some of her other writing, but I... <laughs> Certainly not, hence why we're, we're laughing about it being on 10 Daily. But hey. But we love it. And get that bag. Clem, like, freaking, we're not writing theses. We're recording a podcast where we talk about being single. So, mm-hmm. zero judgment. We mm-hmm. both identify as feminists. And and this is right up our alley. The seven types of guys you'll see on Tinder. <laughs> there are so many yeses that I had with this. There are a couple of, like, maybes. So... First up, she identifies, um, I, I also do love that she refers to being on Tinder as like a sludge of orchestrated meat suits. And I just yes, kind of like, yeah, Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, I mean, I feel that from the get-go, she's very anti-Tinder from the get-go. I feel like she's not enjoying it. But to be fair, we're very We're also not enjoying it. We yeah. do the apps, but we hate the apps. And I... Yeah. I mean, we we haven't done a catch-up in a while on our dating situations, but, like, I am not doing it. I just can't. I can't mm-hmm, face mm-hmm. the swipe. I yeah. can't. And so I get it. And when I read this article, even though it doesn't all, like, resonate with me, it resonates enough that I'm like, yes, I don't want to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... All right, so who's the first guy that we're going to Number one, she identifies the Joker slash the Larrikin. This guy can be anywhere between 19 years old and 53, but age is just a number, baby. Some of the other comments that she makes about him is like, um, he's always in a group photo and until the moment you turned up at the pub that you suggested, you weren't even sure which one in the group he was. <laughs> Did she, she gives us a little example of like each guy's like bio. Yeah, so this is the bio that she's written for like the sample guy who would be the larrikin. Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm a guy on Hinge. I love Seinfeld and The Office, UK version, and I know the best spot in town for tacos. Love banter and the people who don't take themselves too seriously. Here's a photo of me drinking a beer out of my mate's shoe. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it makes me laugh but also like a little sad because, yeah. 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 But he's certainly not one of the worst ones you're going to encounter. He's not, but he is just the kinds of... She didn't say they're the worst. She just says these are the guys... I know, I know, but... That you mean, and I... I feel this is a negatively swayed article, so I feel like they're all negative, but this one is less so. (laughs) He exists. He's not who I want to date, Mm -hmm. but I can see it, and I see it when when I delve in... When I've had enough to drink, when it's 9.30 on a Friday night and I have decided to stay home and I don't have anything else to do, I haven't planned an activity for the evening and I do go on Hinge or Bumble or Tinder, mm-hmm. I'm seeing this guy. This guy exists. Yeah, that guy's everywhere. The conversations that I have with him are vapid. You know what? I'm probably matching with a few of these guys. Because I think this is one of the least problematic of all the guys you're going to find. They're the least problematic, but I also feel like they're one of the most flaky. Yeah, because they're the best on there, so they're getting a few more things to choose from. Yeah, I feel like these are the guys who will say yes to a date with you and then cancel at the last minute because Jono is in from town and it's a boys' night. 
Like, yeah. and there's uh-huh. nothing wrong with that. And if that's your priority, go for it. It's just, it gets a bit old. And I think her comment about he can be anywhere from 19 to 53 does really ring true. I, I was probably super into dating this guy when I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. I'm now 30. I'm still not okay with it, but I'm saying it. I'm practicing saying it so it's okay. <laughs> I am now 30. And I maybe just want somebody who's a little bit more... They don't have to be mature necessarily, but like can focus and can give me the respect that I feel I deserve. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. So the second guy you're going to find on Tinder, according to Clem, is the gym guy. Listen, before a ton of gym guys email to scream that I could probably actually do with working out some more, fuck you, by the way, she says, um, obviously, I think it's fine to go to the gym and do exercise. I love the gym. Um, but guys, gym talk is boring as fuck. I don't need to know you spend nine days a week working out. <laughs> I, or, I know that already because every photo you have of you is standing in front of a mirror, flexing oh your muscles. Yes. yes okay. So yes, a sample yes. of this guy's bio. <clears throat> What's up, beautiful? I'm looking for a woman who takes care of herself and likes to take care of a man too. You should not contact me if you're not into fitness. I'm not into sleep-ins. I would rather get up and go for a run and then relax together with a short black. Um, yeah, I see this guy and I swipe left because I go to the gym and I like the gym. I'm same as Clem. I like working out. I do work out. I don't want to talk about it and I don't want to do it with my partner all yeah. the time. Um, or a guy I'm seeing. A guy I'm seeing is not seeing me in the gym for e- a long time. Equally, I swipe left on any guy who identifies his job as personal trainer. I'm sorry, just not. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, no, no. We're not going to... I pay personal trainers to train me. But yep. I don't want to date one. No, no thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't want to date a guy who's going to be talking about protein powders when we're at dinner. No. Or who won't eat... Like, we just ate two pizzas between the two we of us. And demolished. they were delicious. I don't want to eat steamed chicken and broccoli. Like, sure, it's appropriate sometimes, but... Ugh. Nah. Uh, yeah, so if I see a guy, like, okay, one gym mirror selfie, if they're really hot and fun in the rest of their photos, I might allow. If there's more than one, fuck no, you're getting a less wife. I'm I not think interested. there's, like, a version of this guy that I see a lot as well who's like, you know, oh, I'm not into, I'm not into sleep-ins, whatever. But then the... And, and the saying, I want a girl to take care of herself. But then I see a version of this where... You also see him, is it like stereo? Is that the, yeah, the yeah. festival where Shredding they all shred stereo. for it? Yeah, yeah. And like, but they're just like steroid juice heads. Yeah, like. and, but you see them... But that's you, this guy. And you know that there's like this guy who his body is a temple, but he's definitely dropping something at that music festival because you cannot listen to that kind of music <laughs> without like chemical yeah. assistance. Techno's not great without pingers, that's a fact. <laughs> and I say this as somebody who does not indulge in that... No judgment for people who do. It's just mm-hmm. not how my chemical balance works. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I don't want to. I don't want to be judged because I like carbs by somebody who thinks that it's healthy to mm-hmm. take steroids for a music festival. Now there are girls that like this guy. All power to them. Yeah. They're just not either of our guys, the and they're clearly not Clementine. The big caveat that we really should have said at the start of this episode is like, if you like what you like, fucking go for it. Absolutely, like, no judgment. No judgment, and. You know, Gym bodies are good looking, but I prefer a dad bod personally. Roid ragers deserve love too. So if that's who you're into, no, you they them. don't. Roid ragers need to go get fucked. But you know, hey, good. There's nothing wrong with a good body. And if you, yeah. if that's something that you care about, 
you will align more with them. It's just we would rather sit on the couch, eat pizza and rosé and be miserably single together. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I want in life. Okay, so who's our next guy we're going to find on okay, Tinder? So once we've moved away from the gym, we are headed towards the Aussie bloke who at first glance might seem very similar to our Joker slash Alarican. Uh-huh. And they do have some overlaps mostly in their Netflix queue. <laughs> but there are some subtle differences. Now, she describes some things that she notices that the Aussie bloke typically wears. Uh, she notes, you know, giant pair of novelty sunglasses. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. She thinks that the larrikin tends to wear the novelty sunglasses, but the Aussie bloke has meth dealer shades, which I'm assuming are Oakley's. <laughs> Slug around the back of his neck or on the brim of a baseball cap and that he loves AFL and considers it the most important and interesting thing that you know about him. Mm-hmm. Now, the, I would add to this, I associate the Aussie bloke with a guy that you see wearing an Aussie flag as a cape. Or one that's holding a fish. Yes, he's holding a fish. But he's see, on yeah, a boat. The fishing guy is not separate to the Aussie guy. They're the same guy. Yeah, yeah, That's the and, same guy. And he's also, um, you know, there's a photo of him and a bunch of mates at the cricket. So you could confuse him for the larrikin, but uh-huh. he's at the cricket because sport's important. And he's wearing high-vis because he's an Aussie bloke. But he doesn't look like the gym guy. No. He likes sport, but he's a spectator. Uh-huh. So her, What's his bio? Her bio for him is, hey, gorgeous, I'm just an <laughs> average guy who loves his footy. Go Bombers. <laughs> of, course he, of course he has to tell you his fucking team. And it's always the Bombers or the Magpies. It's always them. It's always. Maybe or the Or the Tigers. Oh, yeah, hey. true. Yeah. And his beer. I'm looking for a lady to spoil and snuggle on the couch with. Let's debate if pineapple belongs on a pizza. Yeah. Um, I feel like you've dated this guy more than I've dated I, I have. Because, like, obviously being from the country and I, I like to date cowboys. Yeah, and, you say you know, being from the country we're, we're like I'm from the not. country, but, we're but from the country, I but you embrace still country. go to B&S Balls, mate. Like, so, yeah. So this is the kind of guy that I pick up at B&S Balls. It's not the kind of guy that I necessarily see myself settling down with but I can tolerate like I've definitely two two guys that I have hooked up with for a for a few years on and off they're definitely Aussie blokes definitely one of them still wears Oakley's yeah and you know I've had sex with him and it's fine but (laughs) yeah now now I'm feeling a little ashamed of myself yeah I mean I but no I I to a degree I would say that the guy from the armed forces that I dated yeah that's that's the category uh-huh. he definitely fell in. Uh-huh. He was wearing like surf wear, skate wear, unironic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, but it's not the worst. But it 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 can when all the negative things about it combine. When you've got the fish photo, the Oakley photo, you've got the Southern Cross tattoo, you've got um like. The, when all those things are in line, it's probably not okay. If but you're looking at a relationship a, with this guy, you're looking at a lifetime of celebrating Australia Day and not, like, yeah. looking at it as a day of mourning as we, in our opinion, feel it should be. Exactly. You're celebrating Australia Day, not not sitting at home. Like, contemplating Or out, out on the street, yeah, mourning Invasion Day. Okay. So the next guy Clem talks about is the drainer. Oh, my God. This is the guy I always match with. <laughs> You'll know the drainer the instant you stumble across him. His profile is just a list of things he doesn't like about women, from the amount of time we spend in the bathroom to whether or not we have tattoos or have dated a lot of men. He's very clear about what he will and won't tolerate, 
but he offers nothing of his own appearance or personality beyond one half-lit photograph of him sporting a neatly trimmed goatee and then four more seemingly identical shots of the same picture but with a slightly different pose. Don't worry, because even your own profile explicitly violates every single one of his rigorous deal-breakers. He'll still definitely message you. Yeah, I've definitely matched with this guy and I end up in like these horrible spirals with them where they get super like angsty. Okay, what, this, what does his this profile gets say? Better. This is his profile. Let's get this straight. You should not contact me if you have tattoos, smoke, drink alcohol, have slept with more than five men, swear a taller than five foot seven, live in a share house, aren't interested in having children, or already have kids of your own, don't go to the gym, take selfies, are a feminist. Have short hair. No time wasters, please. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, please don't waste oxygen, mate. Yeah, but like... I, yeah, I've, I've been sucking into this. That, to me, is just a big fucking red flag. This guy is toxic. This guy is... This guy is definitely going to turn out to be... What are they called? The... Incels. Serial killers? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, an, an incel. incel. Yes, this is super incel This is the kind of this guy is who is getting no sex but blames it on women he's never met. <laughs> Rather than the fact he's so close-minded and judgmental. Uh, yeah. Because a woman is his possession and she has to be cute and pretty and perfectly dressed and chaste and like pure for him. Even though he's a dog shit cunt that takes six photos of his double chin from different angles and posts them all with his profile. And he's probably doing like his third degree and has never had a full-time job and still works Degree, no. Boy doesn't have a degree. No, no, they do, but they have like weird like doctorates and they still work in a bottle shop. Mm. Like, I have matched with this kind of guy and like story time, it won't be a long one, but I matched with one of these guys and there was a bit of like banter at first and then I kind of was like, oh, this isn't this isn't going well. I just don't, I'm not feeling it. Mm-hmm. And he started like messaging about going on a date, and I was like, oh yeah, maybe. And he's like, I just want to make it clear, are you willing to have sex on a date? <laughs> and I was like, excuse me, what? Fucking red flag, red. And I thought it was like maybe maybe he's you know just got like lack of social skills and uh, maybe he's on the spectrum like, yeah, you justifying I literally thought maybe behavior. he was on the spectrum and it'd been a while so I sort of like no man it's it. never been that long get a get a bit of vibrator so I, I wasn't I wasn't contemplating having sex with him but I just thought I'd yeah. like spell out for him and like make it a teaching moment I was like hey like I'm not saying it's off the table but I'm not going to go into it making any promises he's like well if you're going in with a closed mind I just don't think you should be going on any dates at all and I kind of just was like, I'm just going to let this lie. And I didn't block or delete. I just stopped messaging him. And then I got like a barrage of about seven more messages from him, including one being like, you know, I can tell when you've read my messages right, which oh I don't God. think he can because so that's not how Bumble works. But he was like, yeah. So, <laughs> so like, what, what is a guy like that doing on Bumble? I just don't think you should be on dating apps if you're not willing to have sex. <laughs> So, I didn't think I had a situation like that because this is a guy that I do not fuck with. I don't get involved. I don't swipe for him. But I matched with, like, a fairly decent-looking guy that's... To me, he borderlined on Aussie, Mm. an Aussie bloke. And we'd matched, and then he added me on um, Instagram, like, straight up. So then our communication moved to Instagram. And he was saying all these lovely, sweet things. Like, he was being so complimentary and so sweet. And then he messaged and was like... Can I take you? Can I please take you out sometime? And I was like, "That's lovely." I was like, "Of course, that sounds nice. I would, I would like to do that." And then, 
a few messages later, he's like, and can I please kiss you? And I just wrote back, maybe. And he was like, ah, oh. like, because I'm like, I can't promise I'm going to want to kiss you. I can promise that I want to go on a date with you. Like, yeah, but sorry, I'm like, you don't, you don't get to get my consent early. Yeah, I'm and not then like pre-consenting because I can still withdraw it, mate. So yeah, um, and then things fully fizzled with this guy because I said maybe I would kiss him rather than, yes, I would love to kiss you. Do you know what? And I was like, what the fuck? All right, bye. The thing that I find hard with these guys is I don't, if, if I read their profiles, I probably don't match with them. But I'll be honest, when I get, the only time that I'm in the mood to go on these apps is when I've either had a lot to drink mm-hmm. or I'm just bored. Sometimes they sneak through. But I'm not reading. I'm just literally looking at a photo and swiping. Mm. So there's something about their physical characteristics, maybe not the goatee, but like <laughs> the, you know, dark and broody that I think my, you know, adult female I brain. Just, anyone who like, is like, I will not date you if you do this, 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 and this. I'm like, fuck man, who hurt you? And go talk to your therapist. Don't put it on your dating profile. <laughs> okay, so up next we've got one of the shortest of Clem's um, summaries. <laughs> Short and sharp, I'm sure. The conversationalist. <laughs> She's being ironic. Um, his profile has barely any information on it, except for his height, which is a lie. His age, lie. And his job, <laughs> lie. Okay, this is funny because this is my dating profile. Literally, I don't have a bio. My age is fine. My job is ambiguous. And my height, my height is true. So I'm not, nothing's a lie, but literally I have no other information than those three things. I go through phases. I take my job on and off because I find, and as you've discussed, you swipe right on, hang on, right is yes. Mm-hmm. So you swipe left. <laughs> That's how long it's been since I've been on the apps, guys. Yeah, I've forgotten what, oh. what, which way is which. You swipe left on guys you see who are lawyers, and I just find, like... Like certain professions, yeah. But, yeah, I find that by saying I'm a lawyer on my profile, I attract a lot of guys who just want to get into a fight with me and tell me that they're smarter than me or uh-huh. that they'd be better at my job than me, even though they only work at Maccas. Like, mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so, I don't have my real job title, but I have a job title that is adjacent to the job I do. So for a while, and I think they've changed it, for a while, if you'd had a job up there, you couldn't just take it down you had to have a job and it wouldn't let me just take down my job it kept giving me other suggestions of because it was linked to facebook other job your facebook jobs and the last time i'd had a facebook job i worked at woolworths <laughs> so i, I actually went through a phase where i'm like fuck it i'll just be a woolworths chick because actually i got a shitload more matches when guys thought i didn't have a brain mm-hmm. and actually you need a brain to work at woolworths because you really do it's not an easy job um, okay, yeah, so okay. The, the guy who, man, a few words, the conversation. So his sample profile is, and I've seen this so many times, not really into answering these questions. If you want to know anything, just ask. Yeah, and so many. The, of, and he never has a profile pic, or yes, he has one. So, so this has gone with a photo of, like, a silhouette of a guy, it, it, as in, like, you just don't know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, well, they have, like, a photo that's of their torso without the top of their head. I would yeah, say they're married. Those there's a guys version of this guy who's like, I don't show my pictures on this. Um, I'll explain why if you message me. Because I have like, a wife yeah. and children. 100%. Um, okay, so the, the lack of bio doesn't phase me. But when, because I'm the same, like I'm not that open but in it's that. When it but it's when it, there's also photos. no photos. If you've got one photo and no bio, like it's much less likely I'm going to be able to engage with you. So if there's no bio and a few pics, that's kind of my ideal sitch. 
But if you you don't have a bio, but you do have pics, but mm-hmm. in the limited bio that you have, you don't say this bullshit about if you want to know anything. No way. Ask. What I've noticed is the guys who say, not really into writing about myself, didn't, just ask didn't me. know what to say, just ask. They Blah. don't actually say anything when you do ask. They or have, they're like weird. They have the most boring conversation topics. Like, if you try to ask them anything, you just get the most mundane answers. Yeah. yeah. So, like, it depends on how... I, I would rather a guy who has literally no writing on his but a few photos. Yeah. Because what it suggests to me is he's so fun, he doesn't have time to write. Uh-huh. Versus a guy who takes the time to tell me he doesn't have time to write. And I also get it's really hard. Like, it's really hard to sum yourself up. Like, what are you meant to write? So, I get it. But I need... Oh, yeah. I probably need more than one pick And to I go, go through phases. Like, mine for a really long time just said must love brunch. Because I thought it was a really That's fun cute. take on must love dogs. Cute and fun. Um, mine for a while said meow. That's all it said. Meow. I'm not even into cats. I don't know why. It was written by a friend of mine. She's like... Trust me, this used to be on my Tinder and it got me lots of guys. So mine just used to say meow. <laughs> it was more effective than when I've said more. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The next guy that Clem has encountered is the thinker. He's left-leaning into cooking and nature walks, prefers Netflix over nightclubs, and would rather read a good book than pollute his brain with reality television. He loves a good debate and is fond of playing devil's advocate to see what makes people tick. He'll share with you his very long list of literary writers whose books he claims to enjoy, and you'll notice none of them are from women. The only thing he cares more about than Camus and Joyce is music, and he guarantees you that he knows more about that than you do. He's overly competitive about everything. Sometime into your first date, he'll let you know he's into non-monogamy, and he thinks this fact will blow your mind. Okay, so I feel like these are the guys that are the reason I don't say I'm a lawyer on Tinder anymore. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, these are the guys... These are the guys who tell me... They trick you because, like, they're often quite handsome and they, they have a witty bio, but the second you delve deeper... Yeah, they're also the guys who will tell me, like, well, I actually started doing a law degree, but I um, decided that I really Attracted. wanted to have an impact on society and that wasn't going to happen within the system. <laughs> Yes. Okay, so here's a sample of his bio. Smart, compassionate man available for dates, dinners, and intellectual conversations. Let's go see some live music and talk about the state of the world over tapas and wine. Taller than you in heels, because apparently that matters. Not my kid in the picture. I think, I think... And this is the guy I match with. This is the guy yeah, I match yeah, with this is, the most. Yes, because we are in a city... Melbourne, latte sipping, sipping, left-leaning hipsters. Like, that is essentially who we are. Yeah. So this is our guy. There's just, when it crosses the line into him being a fuckwit that argues with you, because I I don't, I'm not an argumentative person. I'm passive rather than argumentative. So if someone's trying to argue with me, I'll just let them win and I won't keep talking. So this guy is wasted on me if he thinks we're going to argue. I, I've dated this guy a lot. Um, I've also dated the version of this guy who is intellectually meets all of those criteria, but because his family comes from money, he's right leaning because he likes. <laughs> he's left. He's left. He's left socially, socially but he's right. Fiscally, he's right, and he's willing to compromise his social values in the interest of increasing his bank balance. Yeah. 
Um, so I think, yeah. He's he's a challenge. He's, he's a challenge. I think definitely I think the circles that I run in Melbourne, this is probably who I come mm-hmm. across the most. Mm-hmm. And I think it's realistically the best long-term relationship option for us because we need an intellectual to keep us interested and stimulated in a certain way, yeah. but then they can't be, you know, so wanky. Like, I don't want you to talk to me about... I want you to talk to me about shit you care about. I don't want you to talk to me about things that you think... You, so don't carry around a stupid book that you actually haven't read. I don't care about, like, old Van Morrison music. Like, I don't care unless you really care. If you really care, then I care. Yeah, I remember offending one guy who I kind of sort of was involved with he's come up in other um pods because i just said i don't like jazz and he just like could not (laughs) comprehend that i wouldn't enjoy jazz and was like to the point of like he wherever we were it reminds me of sex in the city my carrie jace jace the jazz guy and doesn't get it and he's like constantly like trying to fuck her and it's great but she hates jazz yeah (laughs) so he's like he wherever we were my spotify was being used to play the music and he just like kept on putting on jazz standards, and I'm like, I just, I, I can appreciate that it's good music, but I don't like. There's a time and a place. Jazz doesn't make my soul sing. Like I'm much more likely to be super excited about like a singer songwriter from the 1970s. Like give me James Taylor, give me Carole King, that's my jam. Like, uh-huh. I mean, sure, like jazz, but like, are you really a jazz guy? Like, because I'm not gonna be able to sustain a relationship with a jazz yeah. guy and jazz is fine like his background music but i don't want to like sit and listen quietly to jazz like th- there's no, no words no nah. there's yeah. no words for me to sing along to how can i enjoy music i find I can't jazz, sing the top of? jazz the idea behind jazz is that it's not you know easy consistent listening it's unpredictable hence why i find it difficult because i have to focus on it because it's always changing yeah. whereas when i don't want to think about it Anyway, I like jazz, but I... This is yeah. not a jazz podcast. But... <laughs> now, welcome back to Chats on Jazz. <laughs> Girls chat jazz. Smart boys think jazz is cool. Or guys who want to be perceived as being smart think that jazz, jazz will is make cool. them seem smart. Yeah. I also feel like these are the same guys who are super into Japanese culture. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. Always going on a trip to Japan. They're always learning Japanese. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, they always order like pastries or coffee with an accent macchiato or like croissant you know and if they order a beer it's either like a craft beer or they'll order like a stout or something just to stand out something obscure yeah Mm. yeah Um, but i mean this is i mean listen i i date them yeah this is our guy this is realistically our guy but you know they can be painful they really can but like all of them can Mm -hmm. so Clem's last guy. Okay, we're up to seven. Clem's last guy is your perfect match. Just kidding. He doesn't exist. Ah! Uh, Clem, you got us. Fuck you, Clem. You got us. Okay, okay. So the article was terrible. It was rushed. It was poorly written. It was barely thought out. But I feel it. I've had those days. Some days you like, done is better than perfect. Exactly. I mean, she's written fucking novels about, like, fighting the patriarchy. So, like, we'll let her have this. And she's... I, what I feel for is, like, she obviously needs to be out there. She needs to be getting some. She's given Tinder a go. I mean, it would be hard as Clementine Ford to get laid because 
it's a very it's a very progressive man who is willing to be open to such a out there feminist we struggle to deal with the thinker Uh how much would clementine ford i mean i have not so much guys i've dated but definitely like male friends of mine who've said like yeah no i think i'm a feminist and like I, i i agree with you know equality blah 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 but when push comes to shove and they're faced with the idea that like equality might mean that they miss out or they they have to relinquish some yeah that you know equality means that people who've always had everything now have to share Mm -hmm. they're less into it yeah so somebody like Clementine Ford who like that's her entire being and I at times I feel like that is my entire being and I struggle to like have an identity outside of being a feminist Mm -hmm. but I'm not I'm still have a job I still you know I'm not in the public eye as a feminist you think Clem could forget about the feminism thing for 10 minutes for the sake of a good route do you think she could like I, I ask mean, a guy if he identifies as a feminist he'd be like oh, i'm not sure and then she'd still just fuck him because she no, really I, I think she could because you don't being a feminist yourself doesn't mean that you have to be surrounded by people who share your values and well of course, of course you can yeah allow it, yourself I mean, I'm a big fan of the Guilty Feminist podcast, and I think Love everybody it. should yeah. have a listen to that. Deborah and, Francis White is amazing. Yeah, and also Roxanne Gay, Bad Feminist. Like, you don't have to be perfect to be a feminist. None of us are, but that's the, the part of the journey. Do you think that being a feminist makes it harder to be a single woman? No, I think it makes it easier because it makes me a bit more comfortable in my choices. But does it make it Because I'm not choosing... I'm choosing for myself rather than settling and letting someone else choose so for me. So probably or... worded that badly. Do you think being a feminist makes it harder to transition from being a single woman to a not-so-single woman? Well, yes, I do, because yes. I don't settle for yeah. bullshit that younger me that didn't identify as a feminist probably would have settled yeah, for. Yeah, I agree. And that a lot of our not necessarily friends but a lot of people that we know have we perceive that they have settled with men that yeah we know so many people um clem on her instagram the other day was um advertising sex toys so she's clearly getting her nuts so it's okay but i just yeah i just i think it would be really hard for her because there's such a there's such vitriol out there against her what other stuff do you see on dating apps that she didn't talk about i was just thinking like she didn't talk about the doped up tigers, which I think probably yeah, fit with that's a mix the Aussie, of the bloke, Aussie bloke and the gym guy. They tend to like prove their strength by being yeah, next to a yeah a passed out tiger. Um, is there anything as well? I mean, there's the clearly married guy or the guy that's into like weird bondage, yes. and these guys only put, they post a headless photo. It did mention you mentioned it, yeah. Like, and there's a headless photo with a torso. It's either in a suit and tie or it's like a naked chest. Those or guys they are, just photo post like a stock image of a girl tied up. Yes, so they're either into like weird sex or they're in a relationship. Or That's they what think that they're means. into weird sex, yeah. but they've never actually had exactly. the opportunity. We'll show them. Um, <laughs> the other one that I was thinking that we didn't really hear about was uh, the. Guys who have, like, they post as though they're a couple, and maybe they are a couple, but they claim to be seeking, like, a threesome. An extra, yeah. And I just never believe that that's real. I mean, I just yeah. feel like you'd turn up know. to that meeting and only he I'm would be I'm just there. not going to put that on Tinder because 
I see people I know on Tinder and if I see people I know on Tinder, if I post with someone looking for a third party, people I know are going to see it yeah. and I don't need them to see it. That's not their business. I mean, we haven't talked about this on the pod and we may never, but I was offered the opportunity to be a guest star in a threesome at Christmas time. And I said no, but it was such a flattering this opportunity. Christmas. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. It was such a, like, I was just... I've been offered, I've participated, I'm... No, I'm never... I've been in a few... Never participated, but I was offered, and it was really flattering. That's cute. No, it's it's fun in the was, right way, but it has to. It can't be with someone you know. It has to be no, like these a were, random. These were randoms at a, at a gay bar, cute. At a gay couple, and um, one guy. He's like, I've come here looking for a Christmas present for my boyfriend who's bi. He really wants to like have a threesome with a girl, and I'm not really into it, but if you'd be keen. And I was like, thank you so much, but no, I'm going to go to bed because it's like 4am. Okay. Um, Um, Sorry, that was a digression. But yeah, uh, the the other ones that I sometimes see are like more like meme posts. They just have like, they don't even say anything. They just have like... Angry rocker guys. Yeah, okay. Lots of angry... Photos of guys in black makeup and metal. Yes. And, like, they're just, like, angry at the world and they don't care. The guy anything. with... I feel like she kind of talked about this with the guy that's against the world and definitely is an incel, but, like... Oh, yeah, I, okay. I see a lot of guys with long hair but a receding hairline. <laughs> Usually in a ponytail. Yeah. Why is it that every guy who identifies as polyamorous looks like he's... A tall ginger? Skinny, scrawny. And also is going bald but has long hair all at once. (laughs) Like, mm, mm. Well, I think she pretty much covered most of the spectrum, but yeah. She has not given me any kind of incentive to go back on the I know. I'm less motivated. So thanks for that, Clem. Mm. Which, uh, maybe that was her motivation all along. Now she has full reign of all of the great guys. Yeah, maybe she's keeping us all off so she can find those diamonds in the rough. But if you guys have any hot tips of, like, what are we doing wrong on our apps? What should we be writing? What are we missing? Are what's, we missing like, what's your number one pickup line? Like, when you match with somebody, what do you say? And do you have any ideas of what I should put in my bio? Because it currently doesn't say anything. Also, how old are my photos allowed to be? Because there are some on there where I'm like, I think <laughs> that this is getting into misleading and deceptive conduct. I think we need to do a photo shoot and update your photos. Okay, well. Don't forget to like and rate and right like do. rate and review on That's itunes it. yeah rate us Give like us and subscribe Pfizer. no i don't think it's liking i think it's rating and reviewing rate review and subscribe <laughs> yep do, do all it. of them give us all of do it do all the things slide into my dms on instagram at the single girl's guide to the galaxy i will see you in my dms or leave us a voicemail message we love receiving them tell us if there's any topics that we need to cover, if there's anything we got wrong, have we completely misjudged all of the apps? Are we gaming the system no. in the wrong way? No. We're not. We're right. <laughs> and anybody who thinks we're wrong is wrong themselves. But we love you. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Love you.